Hello, and welcome to Midnight Fun. I'm Liv, and I'm here because I want to talk about Hugh Jackman, baby. <laughs> I'm Katie, and I was talked into this film by Liv um, multiple times, <laughs> so I'm excited to get into it. It's definitely a weird one. <laughs> this week, yeah, we're talking about Van Helsing 2004, yes. if you guys didn't hear our announcement last week. Mm-hmm. It's a very strange one. Yeah, I watched this film for the first time a couple of months ago, and since then mm-hmm. I have been pestering everyone I know to watch it. <laughs> I love it. This and um, Repo Genetic Opera, if you know me, you will know that I've just mm. been relentlessly bugging everyone around me to watch those two films because I watched them a few months ago. And there's definitively a pre-Van Helsing 2004 me and a post-Van Helsing mm-hmm. 2004 me. And I think it's that's changed beautiful. you. It has, for the better, <laughs> obviously. Good. Um, <laughs> shall we get right into it? Get into it. Okay, so... Van Helsing 2004 was written and directed by Stephen Summers, who also directed The Mummy mm-hmm. and The Mummy Returns, yeah. uh, in memory of his mm-hmm. dad, which I think is lovely. Um, That's nice. So it is, this is its official description, an American action gothic horror film, um, and it's sure. an homage and tribute to the universal horror monster films of the 1930s and 40s, which include titles such as mm-hmm. Dracula, Frankenstein, The Mummy, and The Creature from the Black Lagoon. You know what that also includes? Yeah. You know what that also includes, though? Universal Horror Monsters? It also, for some reason, includes the Phantom of the Opera. Yes, it does. Uh, I was researching it. Why? Oh, okay. <laughs> so I do actually know the reason for this. It's because the Phantom of the Opera, the original thing, is actually just straight up a horror book. Mm. It's it was The musical True. romanticizes uh, yeah, the Phantom fair. quite a lot. The original 1930s <laughs> film is just straight up a horror movie. Cool. In the same with the dragon. That makes sense. Yeah. I will I will never not imagine just him swooping <laughs> into his cape. Like, like sing uh-huh. for me. Oh, I'm so disfigured. <laughs> this small scar over my right eye. <laughs> yeah, that's the vibe. Um so despite mostly negative reviews from critics, the film actually grossed three hundred yeah. million worldwide, three hundred million dollars. Uh, which I think it should have done. I love this film. Mm-hmm. Um It also costs so much oh, money though, right? Yeah, because it, it was like, very CGI. Yeah. <laughs> means yeah okay yeah you're right yeah um and then there's currently actually a reboot in progress uh which will be included a yeah. rewrite of an original strip by eric pearson directed by julius avery mm-hmm. and produced by james wan so i think that's very fun funky fresh now yes let's get into van helsing the man the myth the legend yes so yes 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 professor abraham van helsing first appeared mm-hmm. in the 1897 novel dracula uh in dracula Ooh. he's an old man he's a dutch polymath which basically means he knows a lot about a lot um and he's got like Ooh. loads of letters after his name like he's got an md he's got a phd he's you know he's very knowledgeable just collecting letters yeah just collecting letters uh in dracula he realizes that lucy westerner has been bitten by a vampire and attempts to treat her with blood transfusions garlic and crucifixes uh this ultimately mm-hmm. fails then she dies and returns a vampire and he cuts off her head and puts garlic in her mouth. Oh, um, and Moses. After this, he swears to destroy Dracula and travels to Transylvania huh. to destroy him. And then from then on, the acts of the book pretty much follow what Han- Van Helsing does, like in Van Helsing, <laughs> minus um, 
other monsters that we will get into. Yeah, what do you mean he doesn't go and murder Jekyll and Hyde? Yeah, okay. No, that's that's <laughs> that's before he swears to kill Dracula. I don't know what Van Helsing oh, got to. Oh, sorry, yeah. Um, but sure. basically, so Van Helsing <laughs> kind of follows Van Helsing's movements in the Dracula novel, but they did just make him hot and add mm-hmm. a load more monsters, which I think is okay. I think he should be allowed to nice. do that. Um, yes, although that's fun. In this version of Van Helsing, he's called Gabriel, but in most other versions mm-hmm. of van helsing he is a parapsychologist a vampire hunter and the arch enemy of count dracula Ooh! now vampire hunters would you like to know a bit about vampire hunting i would i would love it give me the law layout i want to hear it um vampire (laughs) hunting is a legit profession and it played some part in the vampire beliefs of the balkans uh, especially in the bulgarian serbian and romani folk beliefs um so this is how you be a, a vampire hunter Traditionally, uh, you're born on a Saturday, which I believe I was, with Sabbatarian, um, or of the offspring Ooh. of a vampire and human, which is called a Dampir in Romani or a Vampirovic in Serbian. Um, so it's believed that someone that was born on a Saturday could see vampires, mm-hmm. even if they're invisible to other people, as well as other supernatural entities like werewolves and the like. Um, so for Sabbatarians, um, some folklore stated that they needed Ooh. to be fed meat from a sheep killed by a wolf, which is in, in Bulgarian is called a Valkadin. Um, and this would make them not fear the things that they could only be able to see. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, that would just make me fear even more. I'd be like, why are you giving me this oh. sheep? <laughs> it died horribly. I don't want to eat it. <laughs> but hey, um, <laughs> So in Croatian and Slovenian legends, oh villagers had their own vampire hunters that were called Kresniks, or whose spirits were able to turn to animals at night to fight off the vampires or the kudlak. Mm-hmm. Uh, vampire hunter kits included mallets, stakes, and crucifixes. <laughs> and if a church gave it to them, it would include holy water, holy oil, and you know other blessed items, as well as rope, crowbars, or even pistols. In pop culture, other famous vampire hunters include, well, obviously Van Helsing, Buffy Summers, Angel also from Buffy, Blade, and the mm-hmm. Belmont family in Castlevania. Mm-hmm. Famous, yeah. So yeah, mm-hmm. we've got lots. Vampire Hunters are great. Oh, lovely. That's we so will. fun. We will get round yes. to all of those eventually. Buffy's a big commitment, uh, but I do want to I'll do it, it for Anthony <laughs> Heard. I will do it for him. Yes, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> and there's a new Blade film coming out Ooh. in the next... I don't know. Marvel are making yes. it at some point soon. Um, Castlevania <laughs> is an anime, if I do recall correctly. I think so, yeah. I've never watched it's any anime. It's the one with all the hot people in, oh, I think. Oh, is it? Lovely. We'll watch yeah. it then. <laughs> I think it's like the really hot people oh, anime, lovely. which is fun. Girl, yeah. there we go then. We'll get round to them all. Obviously, mm-hmm. series take us a bit more time. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, if you really want us to watch Castlevania, you just got to tweet at us at MidnightFunPod. Yes. Okay, <laughs> so... Katie, would you attempt to summarise Van Helsing 2004 for me? I'll certainly give it a valiant effort. So, we start off in a castle in black and white. The whole Mm. film's in black and white. It's weird vibes. And you're like, okay, Dracula's castle. Oh, ho, ho, no, no. As so we think. It's Frankenstein being made by Dr. Frankenstein. And you're like, Okay, um, and then it turns out that he's making him kind of for Dracula. Dracula wants to know, like, the secret of making life and stuff. And I think Dr. Frankenstein kind of dies on sight. Um, well, yeah, he so, gets murdered by and Dracula, then they, like, to be fair. Yeah, <laughs> basically. And then the Frankenstein's monster, which he's not named or anything, 
is hunted by just village people mm-hmm. and like burned in a windmill, I think. But yeah. then he survives. Flash forward a whole one year later and suddenly there's colour film now. Uh, and the film's in colour for, yep, one year difference. Yep. It's one year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not like, oh, really old flashback. Nope, just How a year else ahead. would we know um, it was a flashback, Katie? There's literally no other way. <laughs> What about the words on the screen that tell you the date um, no. that they do have? I can't read. Anyway, so. <laughs> now we're in France and um, we find Van Helsing. He's on a wanted poster. It's Hugh Jackman. Surprise. He gets a very dramatic reveal where they like pan up him and then mm. they pan up his like neck and he's covered by a scarf. And then he looks up in the moonlight, which is his face under his hat. Yes. So dramatic. Definitely what we're here for. And surprise, we're in Paris Mm -hmm. and he's hunting Jekyll and Hyde. Is that just a man that does murder, you say? Nope, it's a CGI monstrosity. (laughs) It jump scared me. It was horrible. (laughs) He's just this big old guy, but like, he's not just like a giant. He's like, he's he's like very classic. Yeah, early 2000s demon CGI monster thing. Uh, Thanks. I hate it. I will also like that it's (laughs) slightly implied that. Uh, Mr. Hyde, as he is, not Dr. Jekyll, mm-hmm. is also Quasimodo. Yeah, that is the vibe that you get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Hugh Jackman kills him. Hugh Jackman Van Helsing kills him. Um, even though, you know, he could have turned into Jekyll again. Nope, time for murder. Um, that's the moral of this mm-hmm. film. It's like, well, monsters could go back, except and we'll murder him. Um, it's not really resolved. Well, <laughs> um, yeah, a little bit, but yeah, not quite. So we go into. I, I so, I'm sorry. I'm giving you a lot of exposition, but this is the only way that I can ground the plot at all because yeah. we just go into nonsense from here. Yeah. So we go into the church, and basically Hugh Jackman Van Helsing talks to. I don't know what he is. Some kind of priestly he's man, a but secret priest. He's a cardinal. Yeah, he is a secret priestly cardinal man because <laughs> nobody knows that he exists. Is what he says, and they go to this underground part of the church where they kill the monsters. The holy order. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that. Um... <laughs> so, um, so that's the premise: is that the there's this like holy order that is sending Hugh Jackman Van Helsing out to do murders Mm -hmm. on vampires because that's God's will? Question mark? Yeah, basically. Um, The the vibe is that it's for God. Like, basically, Van Helsing turned up on their doorstep with, like, no memories and, like, mad imperviousness Mm -hmm. to, like, monsters. Basically monsters exist in the world but they don't want you know your average person to really know about them because they're full of evil Mm -hmm. and they eat people so the holy order which actually isn't only made of um catholics it's exciting at one point you hear someone um what say what in allah's name are you doing which i like the implication we love inclusivity in our monster murdering they've all come together to (laughs) work together to like stop vampires i think that's very fun um Mm -hmm. but basically they're like hey van helsing um, you you need to your next assignment murder Dracula. Yeah, that's that's what they yeah. say. Yeah, <laughs> he's kind of like a spy um, but weirder. Yeah, and the weird lore about um, the people that are hunting 
Dracula, there's this family, which mm. are like the second main character, it's Kate Beckinsale. Mm-hmm. Um, something about they vowed to kill Dracula or they'll all go to hell. So now they're all in purgatory until their line dies out. And if they kill Dracula, they get to go on to heaven. Yes. And if they don't kill Dracula, they all go down to hell. Well, they get stuck um, in purgatory, so, which is kind of different. Okay. But also mm-hmm. not But that's better. where they are now anyway, yes, right? They are currently yeah. in purgatory and they will um, stay there forever if they don't... Yeah. Kill Dracula. <laughs> well. So we meet what's her name? Anna, which is Kate Beckinsale. Hey, you're, which is, you're, and she... you're missing my favourite guy. Oh, am I missing? Oh, the friar you're guy. You're missing my favourite. Oh my god, friar. tell us about your guy. Moss. What's his name? Carl? Well, his name Carl. is Carl and it's Faramir from Lord of the Rings. And I kind of uh, love him yeah, in good. this. He's just, <laughs> he is very nice, like, comic relief. And anytime anyone's like, you're not allowed to do that. He's like, yes, I am. I'm a friar. And I love it very much. I'm not a monk I'm yet. I'm not a monk yet. I'm a friar. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, he's So he great. goes with um, Van Helsing mm-hmm. on his murder quest. Um, and he's implied to be, like, the tools guy. Yeah. Like, he gives him guns and stuff. But then that never comes up again. He's just hanging out. Well, um. <laughs> I mean, there is Chekhov's holy hand grenade. True. <laughs> I love this film. I love this um, film. <laughs> also, he just generically throws like stakes at Van Helsing while they're fighting. It's yes. amazing. Yes. It's like, here you go. <laughs> Long story short, we team up with Anna yes. and um, her brother is immediately killed. But then, oh no, he wasn't killed. He's been turned into a werewolf. Um, but he's still him, but he's a werewolf. Yeah is the vibe um they get attacked by um one of our final like main characters which is dracula's three brides um they're horrifying they're beautiful women but also horrible abominations like they make them like the classic vampire women sexy thing for a bit and then they're like now it's time for body horror when you're first introduced um, to them is the body horror and then they're suddenly like oh would you like a sexy lady oh no wait more body <laughs> horror and you're like oh no yeah. I don't know how to deal. <laughs> what's going on I will say I really like the animations yeah. because for some reason well I know the reason why because I think Dracula put them in those little outfits they're wearing mm-hmm. like like very, barely anything like, barely anything but very, long. very like little little tops with very long flowy sleeves and like harem pants but like yeah. mesh harem pants so you can mm-hmm. kind of see the whole legs but yeah. when they transform the like sleeves turn into their little wings because they have like little flying squirrel wing things and their harem pants also turn into their wings it's really yeah. cool to look at but also one of the they're not just like I've sexy ever seen. yeah no, they're so scary. So they're not like just like sexy lady and then they grow wings and it's a bit gross. Nope. Fully they like change like colour, mm-hmm. texture, grow. Yep. It's full body horror. It's disgusting. Um yep. and it's not shied away from they it. It's like here, watch this boobs, woman hinge her jaw. Reason. Yeah, they do still have they, boobs. Why do they still uh, have they kinda boobs? look like bats, but not I don't really. Get it. It's weird. Yeah, so they're like they're weird, attacking giant the town. Bat. And the town, with yeah, skin. the town people are okay with it because they only kill one person a month. Um, I think that's so but stupid. But suddenly they become suddenly they become not okay with it because the underlying plot is that they've been having so many dead kids, but they don't look like kids. They look like the weird bat things <laughs> and hanging yeah. out in vampires, like in the castle. And Dracula's trying to find a way to make his 
dead kids be alive kids yeah. um and then he does that yeah. kind of and then they kill loads of people and then they die yeah. anyway this is why he wants the secret of life question mark yeah. if i sound so, like i confused it's because i am <laughs> basically um right the brides and dracula uh they can mm-hmm. have babies but when because they are undead all their children are born dead so they need like the in cocoons to bring them yeah Yeah. cocoons yeah don't i don't like to think about the implications that a woman managed to birth sorry well not a woman a vampire lady managed to birth an entire like cavern full of these horrid little so many that was like implied over a hundred yeah one of them in Mm -hmm. one session apparently did that and that terrifies me more than literally anything in this film is that implication um but basically they are undead every time they try to wake them up by passing like electricity through them they've been awake and then they've immediately died which i think you know fair enough that is like emotionally devastating but also why do you need why do you need to have babies dracula what are you trying to do like why do you need to have this it's like implied that he's lonely but but also it's not we're not delved into that um no, he but the whole thing he has this one moment where he's like oh but i need life for my kids because i am alone but then yeah. he's fine like, you know it's not delved the into brides want it the brides want it for sure but the problem is is like, i don't think that dracula or the brides would be good parents they just stand around the whole time going <sighs> on each other they just it's they horrid. don't kiss they, they just kiss. breathe on each other it's so weird they don't even bite each other if they were like doing weird vampire bitey things i'd be like mm, fire enough because at no. first what I thought was happening. I thought Dracula was standing there and like being kissed on the neck by his three beautiful women. Ooh la la. Yep. Nope, they're there just breathing on him, like open nope. mouth, like when you're cold, <sighs> trying to heat up your hands breathing. Yeah. <sighs> Horrible. But like leaning in as if they're going to do the vampire bite on the neck, but not actually doing it, just going, ha, ha. It's so yeah, weird. It's real <sighs> weird. Um, anyway, the anyway. heroes team then at some point can't quite remember about how it happened don't really care team up with frankenstein's monster he's there oh, they just now find and him. he's on the hero I team i hate him sorry i don't like frankenstein's monster he's morally weird sorry. he is morally weird um i don't like most of these characters anna is yep. a princess question mark yeah that's yeah, the vibe yeah um because of course she is and they arrange to dracula kidnaps her and they arrange to swap her for frankenstein because of course they do um and then i honestly don't know what's happening there's a lot of werewolf stuff dracula has the cure for werewolves question okay, mark so they find out that dracula can't be killed except yeah. by a werewolf bite so dracula is keeping the cure for werewolfism in mm-hmm. his castle um and at th- this point hugh jackman has killed anna's brother who has a much more like Transylvania sounding name than her mm-hmm. is it Veldka? Vledka? Anyway. I can't remember his name, I'm so sorry. But Hugh Jackman has killed Anna's brother, but in process has Velken. been bitten by a werewolf. Velken, that's Velken it. Valerius. By a werewolf. Then Frankenstein's monster has this weird go at him and I'm just like, Alright, step off, King. Yeah. Um but then so they're like, right, okay, so we need to get into Vamp into Dracula's castle, mm-hmm. we need to have Hugh Jackman bite Dracula and then cure him. Yep, surprise. Sorry, we didn't tell you. Hugh Jackman's a werewolf now too. That just yes. happened. 
It just um, happens. He just gets bitten. And then, like, the friar is like, oh, it's okay. Don't worry. You won't properly turn until your first full moon. That's in two days from now. Mm-hmm. Um, which is meant to be comforting. And, and be the fair, transformation is. is disgusting. Oh, my no, God. No growing hands and hair. Oh, no, no, no. The skin rips off them. Uh, and the only off. reason why it's not like an 18 rated horror is that the CGI is not that good, that it's not full and body no horror. Blood. But if it, no if it was made now, it would be an 18 for how disgusting oh, that transformation sure. is. It's just that it looks a bit rubbish, but it's fine. <laughs> Did you actually notice there are actually two different werewolf transformation animations? And I mm. noticed this. Mm-hmm. Like there is one where they just grow fur through their skin, but there's yeah. other ones where they just peel they peel it off and then when they they when they like unturn then the vamp then the werewolf skin like tears off them to reveal the human underneath why is there so many layers why is there a marichotchka doll of werewolf to human yeah is it werewolf human all the way down i know like how many do we have to do anyway i hate it i don't like the implication Um, anyway (laughs) and also casually so he kills dracula as you'd expect in this film and then he also Mm -hmm. kills anna um i don't really does he do it by accident or does he just do it because he's a werewolf i was not on board with whatever was happening saying the whole time is that werewolves do not have okay. control over themselves. I don't actually understand how he killed her, though, because... It looks like, like he just picks right, her up, but then she's it, dead. Princess Anna is a mm-hmm. beautiful woman, blah, blah, blah. She at no point has no. any visible injury. She has a trickle of blood down one side of her face at one point, but apart from that, she stays mm-hmm. perfect the entire time. So you actually have no idea how he kills her. And I am 99% sure that they fridged Princess Anna just so they could get the, like, the traditional, ooh, big hairy beast yeah. holding beautiful woman in kind of sexy pose howling into yeah. the sky like that's, that's the only it. reason why they killed her no there was no just knock need. her out and do it i didn't even realize that she died i thought yeah. he just picked her up and put her down and then they were like she's dead i was I know. very confused she's dead but there's no like there's not even like a like a crunch no. or anything to be like oh no he accidentally like nope. snapped a neck no she just but in dying she stabs him yeah. with a werewolf cure and then as he's holding her body, he's, like, screaming. But then, like, it's an uncomfortably, like, yep. sexy pose for him to be holding her body in, considering that she is dead. It's the pose that's on, like, all the posters. Yeah. I'll tweet it out later um, when this dead. episode goes up so you know Stop. what we mean. But Stop! <laughs> it's so sexy. It's really for sexy. What? She's, like, lent back. Yeah, like, and, like, full, like She has repose, one of those classic... Like, it's not a corset, but you know, like the like fighty corset things that they make for yeah, films that aren't real. It's one of them. Um, so her boobs are by her chin, and she's like <laughs> leaning back. <laughs> yeah, lipstick still so perfect, hair absolutely immaculately curled, like running down her back. It looks incredible, but she is also supposed to be dead, and I don't like that. Yep. And also, I don't know no, why. I don't know why they killed That's basically where we end. Yeah. I know it's so depressing and like the vibe at the end is like and now all her family are going to heaven Um, but that's it and then Van Helsing is just there burning her body yeah and then he and Faramir ride off into the sunset and it's like dun dun what what are they gonna do next and that's it yeah I feel like they were setting up a sequel that they did not get funding no I think they were but you know what they did get funding for a prequel I know I really want to watch the sequel actually animated prequel maybe we'll do the prequel as a bonus app (laughs) yes 
It's called the Van Helsing, the London Assignment. And they, like, change his name in it or something. It's, I've not watched it. I just read a lot about it. Oh. But, yeah. We need to get into the real questions, though, Liv. Yes. Would you date or stake these monsters? And I would like you to go through them for the ones that you can remember. Okay, one sec. I'm getting film. up their names. There's so many. I'm getting up their names. Right, Van Helsing. We'll start with Van Helsing. Oh, date, or date a million percent. <laughs> Big time date. Big time date. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Date. I mean, Kate Beckinsale, not a monster, you know, she's just anyway. there hanging out, so that's a, date. that's a date. Obviously. How about Dracula? He's a steak for me. I don't like him. I didn't think he was hot. I thought he was hot. I'm so sorry. This is where I taste <laughs> so much. That's so I just funny. like the bit, you know, the masquerade. <laughs> <laughs> the masquerade is very He's like, how does it feel? I'd be like, oh, thank you, Mr. Dracula. <laughs> I would be a bride. <laughs> He, he tries to get um, Anna to be his next bride. Um, I know. And he's like, oh, and they have like, she's like in his thrall, which mm-hmm. uh, we'll get onto all the vampire things that they do next. But she's under his thrall. They have a kiss, which mm-hmm. is not good. Don't kiss people that are under your thrall. Yeah, but, but he um, is the villain. He's like so. swooshing her around the dance floor, being like, you're so young and beautiful. <laughs> I mean, I won't mind that. Don't even tell me how young and beautiful I am. Fair also, enough. Also, I think it's very funny. She comes out of her thrall and immediately takes her hair down. And I'm yeah, like, she's like, this is not comfy. of you, my love. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. But I think ultimately I would stake him, mostly because he does try and kill Hugh Jackman. Yeah. I would, however, keep his wives around. They do oh, the yeah. same amount of evil, but consider this, they're very beautiful and they're allowed. The wives, right? Mm-hmm. The wives seem to be a little bit like Tinkerbell. They can only ever have one emotion. And I just believe yeah. if I if I showed them Netflix, they'd be happy forever. Yeah. If I gave one of them a switch and was like, here's Animal Crossing, they'd be like, oh, ho, 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 uh, thank you. And I'd be like, you're welcome. Um, So... They're also all under the thrall as well, we assume. So Yeah, well, there's this one bit where one of the brides is killed and it's mm-hmm. very sad for mm-hmm. them. So they're all wailing upside down in a ceiling. It's very good. A big move. Their hair's um, all up and everything. It's delicious. It's up. They look immaculate. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're, they're like, oh, she's dead. She's dead. And Dracula's like, don't worry, I will get a new bride. And they're like, oh, do we mean so little to you? Ah. And then... <laughs> Dracula's like, not to worry, ladies, we will make more babies. And they're suddenly just like fine with it. They're like, yeah. ooh, making babies? <laughs> Sounds nice. <laughs> and it's like, like, as this like scene fades into the black, you just hear one of them go, we will make more. And I'm like, please. Please. No. <laughs> I hate this, but I would keep them around mm-hmm. because I do. I love the vampire ladies. They're so yeah. silly. How about Frankenstein's monster? <laughs> No, I no. hate him. He's morally odd. I don't like him at all. I hate his electric brain that is constantly frizzle frazzling yes, with popping out. electric. I hate it. I also hate the way he talks. Yeah. The accents in this film are really something. I think someone who was it. <laughs> Dracula in this, um, who's Richard Roxburgh, uh, won worst male accents at the Bad Movie Awards. I think that his Dracula accent was perfect. I don't understand why Frankenstein's monster never spoke like a normal person. The best Did thing he have is an that opera they all... singer's vocal cords? <laughs> like... The best what? thing is, I will say, all their accents are ridiculous and not amazing, but yeah, they do perfect. all commit to them. 
They all commit. Yes, like the whole time I was like, okay, Beckinsale, I was expecting you to drop that at some point, but we are nope. keeping it up. Sure. I loved it. I thought it was It's great. fun. It I is loved, fun. Um, so Frankenstein's monster absolute stake. Uh, get away from me. Yeah. He also like has a run at Frankenstein for a bit, like being like, oh, you're a monster now. I hope mm-hmm. everyone comes and kills you. And he's like, yeah. what is going on? And this is after Van Helsing has literally said, we can't kill him. He wants to live and he's not done any evil. So Frankenstein monster just turns around and slaps him in the face. Mm-hmm. But fine. I think um, this is like a good time for us to transition into, do you think this film's trying to give us like a moral religious message? Because kind of low-key the message is kind of like the church is wrong sometimes yeah i think it's very but it interesting doesn't, it doesn't super go hard on it like we don't get that as a resolution no. like it's kind no. of like the stuff that happens with frankenstein and van helsing being like cured and stuff is very like oh but he just kills indiscriminately and like if you're a monster he would kill you anyway and then he ends up not doing that with frankenstein uh, but then we get no resolution to that. <laughs> it's very strange. Yeah, it's, it's like they kind of allow Frankenstein's monster to live and they're like, oh, you you have orders to kill him. And he's like, but why? Um, mm-hmm. And Carl. When they first Carl. meet him, though, they're like, time for murder. And he's like, and they're like, mm-hmm. what do you want, you nasty monster? And he's like, I just want a vibe. And Hugh Jackman's like, I think I'll stab you now, actually. <laughs> I think it's so cute because. Um, the friar is like, what do you want? Mm-hmm. Um, Carl's like, what do you want? And he's like, I wish to live. And Carl's <laughs> like, I don't know if you've been looked in a mirror lately, but you do stick out in a crowd. And I was like, Carl, that's just before. Marriage, that's just before that carriage goes up in flames. You it's st- very dramatic. God, Carl is such. A, he's not a himbo because he's like scrawny, but like, wow, I'm in love with him. What a cute <laughs> little man. <laughs> So stupid, I love so it. So stupid. There is also a moment where Carl's fully saved this woman's life and she's like, however can I repay you? And he's like, well, you could whisper, 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 whisper. And she's like, but you're a monk. And he's like, well, actually, I'm only a friar. And they totally bang and it's great. Yeah. It's heav- what was the rating on this film? Do you know? Because there was a lot of references. Uh, I assume it wasn't PG. I feel like it was a 12. I'm Probably. Sure. Can we, can we <laughs> Let's can check. find out? Yeah, this Let's film see. was a, a PG-13, which I think in um, <laughs> UK terms for us is a 12A, which means you can, yeah. see it, you can see it at age 12 if you have an adult with you. And I think in America that I means mean, you can see it at 13. Okay. <laughs> Thinking if I'd seen this when I was 12, I probably would have been way more freaked out by it than I am now. I was actually mm. amazed I was not scared of all the, like, monster human transformations because that's, that, that's yeah. a big thing for me. I don't know why I've always been very mm-hmm. scared of people, like, turning into werewolves and stuff. But for me, I think... Definitely I think because, well, yeah. Scared me. I think because now yeah. we're used to a higher level of graphics and stuff looking realistic whereas not that this would look realistic to us like 10 years ago but it would be the most realistic monster transformation that we well no there was better stuff in 2007 but yeah outside of like (laughs) harry potter when Mm -hmm. lupin turns into that freaked me out Mm -hmm. so bad Mm -hmm. oh my god (laughs) i think it's to me as a child it would be the fact that they are ripping their flesh off yeah you know um (laughs) But yeah. Well, while we're speaking about all these spooky things, we'd love to tell you about a couple of podcasts we think you'd really like. 
Ghost Town is a twice-weekly podcast covering and exploring some of the most mysterious and interesting places on Earth, like haunted hotels, abandoned malls, deserted amusement parks, locations of infamous true crimes, weird history, and more. You can find Ghost Town wherever you listen to podcasts or go to ghosttownpod.com. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode, Ghost Town. That sounds so fun. I'm so obsessed with abandoned amusement parks. There's none in the UK because they all get paved over for like well, actually, parking garages and stuff one, where there's one near me is there no that's paved over babe is no yeah <gasps> no i've had a look into them recently because we we can't obviously the situation mm. that we're in with covid etc we don't Probably. super want to go to <laughs> indoor spaces so me and a couple of friends have been looking like is there any way we could like meet up with some friends in like a fun place like that mm. nope everything is tiled over it's all flats or parking garages now <laughs> that sucks but if you want to hear anything else ghost towns for you <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah ghost towns for you i love exploring i love urban exploration and like spooky mm-hmm. things and also van helsing would totally be an urban explorer if it was like modern <laughs> van helsing yes absolutely it would it'd be I... like gotta go into this <laughs> spooky house probably stab something uh-huh. i'm hugh jackman and if you'd like the more real paranormal stuff, the real stories, people that have had paranormal encounters, all that kind of stuff, we want to tell you about Life Paranormal with e, and we'll let her tell you herself. Hey guys, this is Vanessa. My podcast is Life Paranormal with Me. Listen as I serve you all things spirit, paranormal, and unexplained. Join me every other Saturday as my guest host and I recount our own experiences that will perplex and utterly terrify you. Life Paranormal with V is available on all major platforms such as Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Join the Lifer fam by following me on Twitter at Paranormal. Follow, like, subscribe, and hit that notification button so you can always catch a ride on this spooky vibe. Cool. So definitely check out Life Paranormal OV. It sounds so fun. Yeah, it sounds really cool. I mean, you know that we're all about <laughs> the spooky things here on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and speaking of spooky things, would you like to know all the vampire things that happen in this movie? <laughs> Oh my god. Yes, I would. It's like what we do in the shadows that we did last week. It's so stereotypical that they're all there. Strap in. Okay, so. Lay it on me. First of all, it's literally Count Dracula. You know. Mm -hmm. Uh, They turn into bat creatures. Uh, Not quite bats, but bat creatures. Uh, They drink blood. Uh, There's one male vampire surrounded by many sexy lady vampires. Uh, They got fangs. They've got yellow yep. or blue or green eyes either way otherworldly colors sometimes mm-hmm. with slit pupils not for all of them <laughs> yes no blue eyes so otherworldly no, you know the pale blue ones <laughs> no i don't you know mean. what i mean yeah yeah yeah. no it's like the eye change uh, yeah. <laughs> i put down just sexy as a point because yeah mm-hmm. um, yes that is my the next point. point was that their camp is all hell which i think good vampires should be yes absolutely <laughs> they're repelled by holy water and crosses and stakes um, mm-hmm. And this was specifically silver yeah. stakes, which I thought was a fun addition, but I think the silver was yeah, included it's not wooden for ones. fighting werewolves as well. But hey, cool. Uh, yeah. They're from Transylvania. 
Um, another mm-hmm. thing that I included was that they do get chased by a mob with flames and pitchforks at one point. Yeah. Very stereotypical mm-hmm. to the vampire myth. Um, there's lots Absolutely. of lightning. They live in a big old abandoned castle. Uh, they wear big cloaks. Yeah, very gothic. Yeah. Uh, for the men, black hair, very pale. For the women, you got one blonde, one brunette, one redhead. Obviously, classic. And so sexy. So sexy. <laughs> uh, just a generic Slavic accent for all of them. Uh, mm-hmm. They've got super speed. They can walk on walls. They're generically rich. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They are impervious to flame, which is fun. Um, mm-hmm. They, Well, I put that they crumble when they die, but they also sort of explode. It's kind of weird, but... It's not consistent, yeah. It's not yeah. consistent. Either they, like, melt or they literally... One of them literally explodes, and I'm like, why did that happen? But mm-hmm. hey, um, they can have thralls. Um, mm-hmm. They have no reflection, and they are killed by Anne Helsing. Yes. Um, and I think my other one... Mm-hmm. That, had was that uh all the vampire ladies called dracula master a whole lot which is mm-hmm. you know that is the vibe here's the vibe you know something else i thought was really interesting uh-huh. in this the relationship with vampires and werewolves mm. because the werewolf can kill dracula or just any vampire mm-hmm. or person with a bite mm-hmm. but he also is like in command of them yeah. which is something that you don't really see in like, media is normally their, like, equal mortal enemies. And, like, in the end, that kind of yeah. is what happens. Like, Hugh Jackman turns into the big werewolf and the werewolf kills Dracula. But before that, like, he is in control. And it's like, oh, why would Dracula unleash this werewolf? Mm. It's like all the people are he asking. So that was really, like, kind of different, kind of fun. Because a lot of the time they're just, like, equal mm. and enemies instead of, like, you know, what they've got. The only thing the wells have to lose is their chains. This is a metaphor for class consciousness. Prove me wrong. <laughs> yes. Most of the time, werewolves are. Dracula has enslaved the werewolves, but if only the werewolves came together, they could bite Dracula and take over. I'm just saying. No, he'd just shoot them all with that cure and then kill them. Oh, he only has <laughs> one cure, so he's silly. Oh, true. But he, like, makes the werewolves, right? Yeah, like, he's intentionally, it's... like, turning that family. Yeah, that's true. But he's making... he's Well, I feel like we're losing out if we try and follow logic in no, this there's... film. Oh. Yes, Dracula is making the thing that kills him. But, you know. Absolutely. Fine. Oh, it's... Anyway. <laughs> so, those are all the vampire things mm-hmm. that they do, Katie. Mm-hmm. I know you're... I know you have treats for it. me this week. Please. I do have treats for you. Some fandom phenomenons. So, the Van Helsing fandom is small but intense. Mm. Um, there was about 1.5 thousand um, fanfics about it on AO3 and like a couple hundred Whoa. on fanfic.net. Whoa. Yeah. So, That's like, more than what yeah, we do in the so shadows. Quite a lot. More people have definitely seen I know. in the shadows or are a fan of it, I say. Yeah. So, it definitely was a show that didn't have like a big fandom. Like, it's not Twilight, it's not Harry Potter, but there was definitely fandom. The most recent fix are really from 2007. So, it's not really in a live fandom anymore, but it did stand the test of time for a few years. I think people were like waiting for a sequel and stuff. And interestingly, not a lot of sexy fix. Most of them are like fun adventures and then sometimes there's like sexy stuff in the middle of like a bigger fanfic so that's really interesting because a lot of the time especially when stuff has fan work it's like well 90% of this is smut (laughs) and then the rest is just fun story but it wasn't for this which is super interesting also this came out at the time where live journals were a thing and there's 
I found four really good live journals and they are all delicious. It's mostly people making like icons. There's a few people that are Dracana shippers. There's a wow. few people that are Dracula, Dracula Van Helsing shippers. Okay, I got that But vibe. they're not really... In- I'm just saying. Yeah, they're not very intense about the shipping. Oh. It's just something that's there. And then they're like, look at this scene. It's cool. It's very wholesome. And then they just rank scenes and they oh talk about Hugh Jackman and Kate Beckinsale a lot. Good. And they talk about all the different illusions and stuff. And they like, there's a lot of them be like, what did he mean by this? Um, nothing is faster than Transylvania horses. And they're like, I don't know what she meant by I that. Think she's um, just like great. saying random stuff, honestly. There's so many throwaway lines mm-hmm. in this movie where I'm just like, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. It's mostly, it's really nice, this fandom. It's mostly people that just like the film having a chat about it. It's very, like, early 2000s forums. A lot of people being like, oh, did you see this deleted scene? There's very little, um, there's nothing, how should I say this? You know, when you get into fandoms and they get competitive about who knows the most and I'm the biggest fan. (laughs) There really didn't seem to be any of that. It's mostly just people being like, hey, I found this interview with Hugh Jackman hey, look at this. So there's Van Dracula live journal and there's Van Helsing fan journal and there's VH slash journal, which is a sexy journal. Gosh. um, Which is fun. Uh, That's an RPG journal. So I think it's dead now. Yeah. Yeah, You can't really click through it anymore and the formatting doesn't really work because it is from 2004. But it's good. And then, yeah, there's a few little fanfic like live journal sites where people are like, hi, I just want a better reader for this and they're not shared on fanfic.net because they say it has weird vibes over there. Oh my gosh, good for them. I love that. They're just all sharing their beginner fanfic on live journal, like within their communities and stuff. It's very good. Yes. And also I found a couple websites. Uh-huh. Um so there's what's a fan listing? I wanted to know if you knew what a fan listing was because I wasn't a live journal kid. So I wasn't sure no, what fan listing was. I don't was. know what that is. Alas, I was also growing up at the same time as you and was not a live journal kid. Yeah, we just kind of missed the live journal boat just. I dipped into it. Okay, so fan listing is just where they list like fans and stuff. It's like an internal website. Anyway, there's a few of those. Um, one is called the Brighter Side of Death fan listing. Gosh. Um and it's just, I you can't get into any of them. You can just see the front pages of them. Um, you can't, like, join them and stuff. Um, which is sad, because I don't think any of them are still running. But there are a lot of them are behind, like, member Aww. walls and stuff. But there's a few. There's eternalbloodyfangs.org. Mm. Love that it's an org. Um, and it's just when people go on there. And I, I don't really know how these things work. But I think you, like join it and then i don't know if you talk about it or if it's just you're on a list and you get updates um there's eternal bloody which is one there's um the last of the valerian line.org which is so fun um there's common past which is um hugh jackman's character and dracula mm. slash like um it's very good 
Both characters are connected by an uncertain past. Had they been close friends? Maybe even more? Why was he murdered? If this movie had more to offer, then it's the dynamic between these two. And that's where people just talk about their relationship. That's fair enough. Again, I mean, so upsetting that you can't get into this fan listing because it would be so good. To be fair, they're right. So I got mad vibes from Van Helsing mm-hmm. and Dracula. I think it's mostly because like mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff where he's like, our past, and he keeps being like, Gabriel and like doing all this stuff and then at one point he's like no we could be friends partners just like we were before and I'm like oh ho 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 yes he's also like it feels like they're like setting stuff stuff up maybe that's what's in the prequel I will say but then I feel like a lot of this film was incredibly homoerotic there were a lot of bits with the vampire brides Mm -hmm. with also princess Anna where they'd be like Anna my love my (gasps) darling and I'm like okay I mean mm." you're about to murder her but this is this is happening there's also a bit where like one of them just like licks the side of her face like she Mm -hmm. has blood on the side of her face but she doesn't actually lick it she just Mm -hmm. licks just skin anyway but a lot of this film is just Mm -hmm. very homoerotic and i'm like you know what good for them it's very good for them Ooh la la yeah it's good it was also included in quite a few fanzines which is real cool it was like a, a thing that i wasn't super into it's early 2000s never was into zines but how fun so it was included in um, a multi-fandom anthology called horizontal mosaic which is so fun i know ooh la la (laughs) um and it that was um it was also in a 220 page anthology called the left hand which is just about van helsing and it says it's an adult zine don't know what that means well i think we can guess what that means I can't find it in print anymore either because obviously zines were all in print. They weren't really online. So if anybody yes. has oh my one of gosh. these, please send please. us pictures. Um, there's also Fieldwork, which is a 142-page novel. Oh my gosh. Which was nominated for a 2006 fan queue. I think that must have been an award. I love that. That's so thing. exciting. Oh my um, gosh. Yeah. They return... Uh, and it's, the concept is Helsing and Carl are given a mission and return to Transylvania to investigate more rumours of vampires. Ooh. It's so fun. It's really like a really nice fandom. Like you think it would be, not that like it's bad to be super thirsty and stuff, but you think the vibe would just be oh, well, yeah. like mums and Hugh Jackman and stuff. But it isn't, it's mostly nice teens so that nice. are like, I've written this story about them on an adventure. Oh, yeah. And it's very nice. And the best thing and is... And there's so much content. Is that Dracula yeah. is now out of copyright. So if you want to write your own <gasps> nonsense, yes. you absolutely can. And it's legal. <laughs> and you could just do that. Also, I will say, one of the best things that this adaptation does is make Van Helsing a young, hot dude. Yes, as he should be. Because in so many things where we see him depicted, he's just like an old oh, guy. Oh, just an old man that just knows a lot. I don't want anything to do with an old man that knows a lot. I want no. everything to do with Hugh Jackman. <laughs> and yet you like, um, what's his name from Buffy? He's an old man that knows a lot. Yeah, but he he's nice. Yeah, I know. Enough. I like yes, I like Giles from Buffy, but no, me too. He's to not like old, old. No, and he just knows a lot about vampires and other mythos, and I just I just read him as old because the actor I know the actor more now than I did when Buffy came out. So my brain's like, that's an adult man. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> this is what I find really funny. There is a huge divide with between people like me who watched Buffy before Merlin and who watched Merlin uh, before. Buffy. I watched Merlin first. So, yeah. And he plays an evil old guy. He does. Merlin, whereas in Buffy, mm-hmm. he is like kind of hot and like, mm-hmm. oh, he's kind of like, you know, 
He's older. Yeah. I wouldn't say he's young. He's like the librarian, right? He's not one of the teens. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. a librarian. Yeah, he's Giles the librarian. He knows everything there is to know about supernatural creatures. And also he does boxing lessons as Excellent. well. Excellent. Would you like to guess? I'm bad at sport, but I would box <laughs> with him. Would you like to guess what this <laughs> film got? on Rotten Tomatoes. Unfortunately, I already know because I looked it up when I did my oh, research. I'm sorry. Oh. Well, for the audience, it's 24% on the tomato meter. I love 57% it. 57% audience score, which is fun. Yeah. Um, the reviews are all boring, so I'm not going to read any of them. I'm just going to uh, They're say, all just people like, this is fine. I'm just going to say, I think a lot of people that like said that this movie is bad are not going into this movie with the right attitude. Right? They don't understand camp. It's supposed to be a campy <laughs> horror film. Like, it's not supposed to be like, ooh, horror, horror. But is it? I No, see, the thing is all the branding and oh stuff God, all lists it as a horror film. Oh, I think it's meant to be serious because I was always, I don't think I watched this because it was very marketed as a horror oh, film no. and I'm not a horror chick. And like, or if you read any description of it, it's like horror film. But it's film. based on the um, old 1930s horror films and they are not scary that camp is all hell yeah but all of the posters are oh, all God, dark right. posters not super fun yeah oh, no, um letterboxd right. gave it an average of 2.5 um i loved it i love this film oh my gosh this is my issue i watched it's not as camp as it could be no it's not this is my issue is i watched repo which is arguably one of the campest thing i've ever seen and then i watched this and i was just mm-hmm. like well yeah it's the same vibe so i was like i don't mm, know why everyone vibe. hates this film it's clearly a masterpiece <laughs> It's supposed to be yeah. like that. No one's taking this seriously, right? Right? <laughs> I think the ideal to watch this film is you've come in after some drinks with friends, oh, if yes. you're of age, I know we have a range of listeners, um, and you've got yourself a takeaway mm. on the way home or some chips. I don't Do Americans do that? I think so. Yeah. We always get food on the it's way home. Right. Um, and then it's getting late, but you guys don't want to leave yet. So you put this on because it's either the top of your Netflix queue or it's playing on like ITV2 over here. Yes. Plays a lot of like kind of rubbish films. I don't know what the global equivalent for ITV2 is. Nope, me neither. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> so that and you just have it all with friends and you're like, what is happening? All I knew about this was that it was Hugh Jackman and vampires. So I think that watching it alone in quarantine was not the best vibe for it i think it deserved more from me i thought i That's could have fair. brought more to this film That's fair. <laughs> but i still enjoyed it very much if it was campier i would have loved it more i think yeah the first time i watched it i watched it with friends on a video call it was very mm-hmm. fun i had a great time nice. we were laughing at it the whole time Good. um mostly because mm-hmm. that's the vibe right, the reason why i didn't think that this film was taking itself seriously is because of the sheer amount of Kate Beckinsale ass shots. There's no freaking way. <laughs> like, there's a well, moment where she lands, like, straddling Hugh Jackman's head. Like, <laughs> because she fell that way in their sexy fight. I would like to direct you to every woman in an action scene uh, in 2004. I know, films. but she can't, like, fall <laughs> without doing a backflip. Like, she's constantly backflipping. Mm-hmm. I just didn't think it was serious. There's a bit where she just stands and it's just like clump, clump of her teeny tiny little high-heeled boots. And I'm like, there's no way that they made that noise. She falls over, but then propels herself into a full yeah. flip at least three oh, times. That's not how bodies no, would it's work. Not. It's brilliant. I also like that she wakes up after a nap in a corset, just like, oh, I'm awake now. <gasps> if, if someone put and me I'm to bed beautiful. with a corset on, I'd be like, I'm going to kill you because my organs are squished now. Thank you. 
Yeah. Oh. It was submitted to like film festivals and stuff as a horror film. It wasn't nothing about it is submitted as comedy or anything. Um, all the critical reception is like, well, there's unintentionally funny oh, moments, no. but it's more of a. It has a greater capacity for self torture. Oh God, I'm so um, I'm so sorry. I, I genuinely thought this was supposed to be like. I think it's fun. fun um, I don't know if it's meant horror. to be. But I, I think a lot of. A good place to be fair, um, Reddit, surprisingly, because Reddit doesn't normally love fun. Mm. Um, a lot of Reddit posts about it on our movies, etc., talking about how it's campy fun, how if it had come out from a different director, people would have liked it more. Mm. If you like, if it had committed to the bit more, basically. And a lot of people comparing it to The Mummy because it's the same oh, director, yeah. you know. The different vibes because the, the Mummy is horror and also kind of campy. Mm. It's less campy. It's just more funny, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, different vibes for this. But if you've listened this far and not watched it, give it a go. Okay, Van Helsing, <laughs> teeny tiny buzzsaw hands. Oh my god! The, the introduction to Van Helsing when like, we've changed from the black and white yeah. um, to modern, <laughs> not modern, modern year day. later Paris. <laughs> Modern day, year later, Paris. It's what did they say? It's like seventy three A.D. or something, I right? Don't it's something know. ridiculous. No, like no, that. he's been alive anyway, since seventy three A.D. Oh, uh, okay, but it's like it's old timey times. Yeah, it's like anyway, the music is like the mu- the music is heavy organ synths. Yes, it's um, for the introduction, it's really good. Um, at one point in the introduction as well, it's very good. It's very clear that it's Frankenstein because he's there raising the very stereotypical Frankenstein from lifeless form. And then he gets killed. He does the whole it's alive thing, which camp... It's alive! <gasps> Wait, Katie, I've worked what? it out. Oh my God. The first thing that baby Frankenstein heard was his dad go, it's alive, it's alive. That's why he thinks people talk. <laughs> oh, That's why he talks Oh my like God. That. <gasps> you found internal logic. <laughs> yeah. After that, so they kill <laughs> Frankenstein. And then outside, as the Frankenstein's monster is running past with his dad's corpse someone goes oh no it's they've got him they've got dr frankenstein and they named him dr frankenstein as if we weren't on board with who it was it's directly he looks into the camera and says it so good oh no Do you want to know my favourite thing? There's this really creepy grave robber. Mm-hmm. Not grave robber. Grave digger. Yeah. Sorry. Wrong way mm-hmm. around. Um, grave digger character. Um, who is actually not named throughout the film. But I just found out that his just name is Top Hat. <laughs> because he wears a top hat the whole time. I wish we were all named like that. It's so funny because he's like just being like generically creepy. Mm-hmm. Oh, we don't mind the vampires. You're going to die. Let me measure you for your coffee. <laughs> And he also sleeps in a coffin. Yes. Van Helsing opens this coffin and he's just in there like, this is a tight fit for me, but it'll be perfect for you, <laughs> which is very weird. And then out of nowhere, he just gets eaten by a werewolf. Yeah. Oh my God. Like no warning. He just gets like, hump. Like, RIP Top Hat, I guess. You are very creepy. So. Also played by Tom Fisher, yeah. who just does generic play like, creepy person mm-hmm. in many films it's great so on a yuck to yum scale where would you rate this film oh so the yuck oh. is so apparent th- to me like the yes. body horror of him ripping through his skin 
etc. Mm-hmm. And also, like, other than Kate Beckinsale, like, the sexy vampire ladies also become horrible monstrosities that were really leaning towards the yuck scale. Mm-hmm. And even Kate Beckinsale in her modern day yeah. eyeliner cannot fix it. And her tight little pants. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you know what? You're right. I think another point to the yuck side is that, like, so many times in this film were there unnecessary squish noises. (laughs) Like, nasty squish noises. And yet we couldn't give Kate Beckinsale a death noise or, like, a crunch. No, no death noise. I will say the smooch between um, Princess Anna and Van Helsing was delicious. But. Yeah, unfortunately, not even Hugh Jackman in a leather coat can save this film from being overall yuck. But no, loads of blood, which is a point yeah. in its favour. There was not a lot of blood. Yeah, the gore is bad. Um, um, anything that they do is not super gory. It's just no. horrible. It's just nasty, it's, isn't it? It's, it's just horrible. Just Early nasty. 2000s, what can we do with CGI now, I guess? Oh, I just why why did they do this and it's the fact that they have two werewolf animations as well they're like well we couldn't pick if we want them to rip their skin off or just have fur shoot through their skin why not both Both look horrible why not why not both (laughs) why not ruin your day in two separate ways (laughs) anyway i did love it still beautiful lovely excellent film but yeah unfortunately sorry this is going purely in the yuck camp absolutely i'm glad we're on board i can't believe that hugh jackman yeah. in his layers of leather could not fix this for us that's in our whole that's I in know. our whole marketing that's in our whole trailer I know. us bigging up hugh I jackman know it's in our trailer but like i know but also couldn't save uh, it jackman rips his skin off, yeah it ruins so it for me <laughs> i will say i will say what i think is absolutely mm-hmm. incredible is that like right so the vampire the vampires and the werewolves and they turn into the big creatures um they don't have genitalia yeah um which is fine i would be i would rather they didn't yes (laughs) i'd rather they didn't however what i do think is very funny is that they've kind of been like oh well when they turn back into humans um so with the vampires they just phase back in with their clothes on but with the werewolves they rip their clothes off so somehow hugh jackman as a werewolf fashioned himself a teeny tiny little loincloth <laughs> yes at some point and he's just running around in this teeny tiny little loincloth while dracula chases him around me like gabriel join me it's like, that's very good it's the best i love it so much i was just like yeah you know what this is peak yes this is absolutely tip top <laughs> okay so we've done yuck to yum mm-hmm. shall we do Peaks and pits. Yes. So my pit, as I've said so many times, is the body horror. I hate it. Yeah. Why are you ripping your skin off? I hate it. I don't um, know. I do not know. My peak is just all the choices. And you know what I mean by that? Like, why are we in black yep. and white? Why are there synths? Why does Kate Beckinsale do a little flip? <laughs> what was that for? I love the choices that just they make. Because. They just make fun little choices. Yep. And I don't know, mm-hmm. I don't think mm-hmm. they were trying to intentionally create the vibe that they created because it's not consistent. Um, but yep. I loved mm-hmm. it. What were your peaks and pits? Yeah. Okay, so my pit, mm-hmm. um, overall, I would say, I'm not going to pick the body horror because, you know, we've we've covered that. But I think my pit i would say is that we never like there's so much good law that's just mentioned and he just never quite like and then they drop it, it you know? yeah 
Yeah, and they drop it like, what's the holy order? Like, just they're like training to be like monks there. Like, what's going on? What's up with the princesses and the princes? Mm-hmm. I want to know their like, relationship. Why did he, know why did he kill him? Yes. You know, why did he kill him? I need to know. I think it's obviously implied that he was going to become Dracula when he died mm-hmm. and he was up to no good. But still, I'm my pit is that they didn't. They only scratched the surface of that law, and I want to know more. I want to dig right down into yes. it. Yes, I think that's what the fanfic was trying to fill the hole on. I think that's maybe why it inspired because it's such enough. a thing that would that. be law rich, but we just get a little bit of it, and that's mm-hmm. the thing that sparks that yeah. creativity, especially when you're teen. You're like, oh, yeah. here's a gap. I would like to know what happens. Sure. It's not there. I'll write you just it. Fill it. I love it. Yeah, uh, my peak mm-hmm. is. And I said this before, and this is a phrase that I very love that I've come up with, which is Chekhov's holy hand yes. made. Right. So at the very start of this film, Carl holds up this little, like, white glowing bulb. Mm-hmm. And Van Helsing says, and he goes, this is made with magma from the pits of Mount Vesuvius. Um, and Van Helsing says, what's it for? Mm-hmm. And he says, oh, well, I don't know what it's for. And he said, you made it. Why don't you know what it's for? And he said, no, I know what it does, which is create the light that is equal to the intensity of the surface of the sun. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what it's for. And then they're at this party with all these vampires. And he suddenly goes, oh, I know what it's <laughs> for. They put it on the ground and they jump out a window. Just all these vampires rush in and it goes yes. off. And all the vampires get like exploded with sunlight. And it's just like, oh, uh, delicious. Every single film should have a Chekhov's holy hand grenade. And I, by that, I just mean some sort of stupid weapon. Yes. I think every action film should have a stupid weapon like this. Absolutely. Yes. This is again why I didn't think that this film was taking itself seriously. <laughs> Are you kidding me? It's so good. <laughs> if you've somehow made it this far into the podcast and not seen it, thank you and go watch it immediately. Preferably with friends. Um, virtually yes. with, friends, with friends if that's where you're at at with the moment. Beverage. So fun. Mm-hmm. So good. So good. I think that probably just about wraps us up on Van Helsing 2004. I think it does. Next episode, we have something a little fun for you. We oh thought we'd been doing um some kind of like dark-ish silly stuff. So we wanted to ramp up the silly factor. Liv, would you like to announce what we're doing next episode? I would love to. We are doing Hotel Transylvania. Hell yeah. Join us in two weeks for that. Um, if you don't know what that is off the top of your head, that, yep, that's the kids film, um, the animated kids yep. film where mm-hmm. all the fantasy monsters live in a hotel. Um, it's great. It's, it's genuinely one of my favourite films of all excellent. time. This, this entire podcast is me just going, Katie, I like this film. Can we watch it, please? And Katie going, of course, of course we can, we my can. love. She is very indulgent <laughs> of me. <laughs> it's very good. It's I think it's Adam Sandler, right? He's the main guy. I think it's okay, Adam Sandler. I, controversial take. It's Adam Sandler's, the only Adam Sandler film that I like. But it is also mm-hmm. um, Selena Gomez. Yeah. She plays Mavis. Lovely. And Andy Samberg. Andy Samberg. Yeah, delicious. Mm-hmm. What a fun cast. And I love it. Yeah. We're just going to do the fun. first one. You guys don't have to watch. I think no. there's three or four now. You guys don't need to watch those. There's three. Um, you don't. You shouldn't actually. Because I've watched all of them. And like, they. Right. The second one's fine, I guess. The third one is bad. So pop the first one on. It's probably. I, I don't know, yes. but off the top of my head, I'd say it's probably an hour and a half because it is a kid's kid's film. It's an hour film. and a half. Absolutely no thoughts. It's very Turn your brain cute. off. Catch up in time for in two weeks. So you've got two weeks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's your homework. Yes. 
before you watch, I'd just like to say that Katie for sure is Mavis and I am the teeny tiny werewolf girl. Excellent. Picture that when mm-hmm. you watch. <laughs> Picture that when you watch so, it. <laughs> that's your homework for this week. Thank you so much for listening to our yes. episode. We hope you enjoyed Hugh Jackman and Van Helsing yes. 2004. And we're sorry for subjecting you to watching it if you didn't enjoy it. <laughs> Thank you for listening anyway. Sorry. Thanks so much to our sponsor this week, which was Ghost Town Podcast and Life Paranormal with V, who we did a little promo swap with. Love them both. Thanks so much. If you want to catch up with us, tweet us your thoughts about Van Helsing 2004 or just, you know, generically pester us in any other way. We are Midnight Fun Pod on Twitter, Tumblr, TikTok. If you have longer comments that, you know, won't fit into a tweet, you can email us at midnightfunpod at gmail.com get in touch oh we're also on instagram midnight fun pod also on instagram midnight fun pod absolutely everywhere before (laughs) just everywhere oh my god we also have a coffee (laughs) if you fancy donating from people's Mm. donations and our sponsored links and stuff we managed to get ourselves some new equipment for season two so you hope you like our sultry voices in hd uh not hd Mm -hmm. in high quality um and yeah that wraps us up this week thank you so much for listening have a great morning afternoon evening whenever you're listening and we'll see you next time bye bye midnight fun is an independent podcast hosted by two girls with an internet connection our intro and outro is loved and respected by rose acity of loyalty freak music neither katie nor Liv are associated with any of the media or intellectual property discussed on the podcast all views are their own and remember Vampires make terrible boyfriends.